Hello everybody, it is 1.26am on the 10th of June, that's a Sunday, Monday technically if you can't pass midnight, and I'm here to talk over Bethesda. Um, I, if you listened to the uh, Xbox One earlier, thank you. Um, I tried getting the PC Game Pass, but the Xbox app right now won't let me install it because my computer is not up to date. Yes, it is. So it's been a very frustrating hour or so for me after posting the last podcast. Uh, I first went to the Windows Store and it was like one pound, and I was like, "Yeah, take my one pound." And then after that, I've tried to download the app and it's not working. So it's like, "You took my pound, but the app's not working." Um, but yeah, I, I'm still one pound for Game Pass seems pretty cool. I do seem to be able to get a lot of the games. A lot of them, like when I go on them, it says install anyway, so I think it's fine. I'm not sure, but I think it's fine. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit frustrating. But on to Bethesda now, which is about going to start in about two and a half minutes. Well, the countdown is two and a half minutes. Who knows if they'll, if they'll land on time? Um, I've got the GameSpot stream on. Um, I think they stopped talking when it comes on. I hope so. Um, I had a little bit of listening to the audio levels on the previous episode for the Microsoft press conference, and they seemed okay. So I've not really touched any of them. Uh, hopefully, they're using the same shit. Uh, like vague volume of stuff on their end. Um, but so we got two minutes left. Um, what do we want from Bethesda? I don't personally give a shit about Doom. I thought the last one they put out was really boring and lame. Um, but uh, Wolfenstein potentially cool. The, the um, PC Game Pass actually has a Wolfenstein game on it, so that's like, wee, that's cool. Um, and then there's obviously like anything with the word Fall on Fallout on it. I'm interested in at least, even if it's going to be some Fallout 76 expansion, whatever. It's, I at least find that interesting. Anything with the Elder Scrolls name on it. I am interested. Um, I hope they don't talk about Rage 2. Apologies for the yawn. Yeah, Rage 2 just came out. Um, so it won't surprise me. Oh, the stream broke. That's pretty cool. Let's go to Bethesda's own official one. Alright, cool. This seems better. Fingers crossed. Alright, that's working. Apologies for that. Uh, so this says... Oh, here we go. Tune in to receive Twitch drops for Elder Scrolls Online, Rage 2, and the Elder Scrolls Legends. That's right, they have an Elder Scrolls card game. Hmm. Is this press document going to be really lame? No. Yeah, maybe. If they talk about like, the card game a lot... Oh. Well, I just open this drink. If they talk about the car game a lot and stuff like that, it may get a bit tiresome. But I suspect there'd be like a 15-minute Doom demo or something. Um, maybe they'll tease Star. Oh, my brain's disappeared. Star. Star. Star game. Maybe they'll tease that. Oh, here we go. And a game that's rated M for Mature, that's kicking it off with. 
Oh, no, they're saying the press conference is M for Mature. Alright. They're showing the auditorium. Uh, they put a 20 second countdown up. That's the sound of it counting down, everyone. Not as much uh, excitement around this one, obviously, as the Microsoft one, but considering the Microsoft one was a little bit disappointing, I mean, it's any anyone's E3 to sort of sort of take now. I don't know. We have a game. There is no okay. game without I, uh, <laughs> I went on Reddit comes down to you. briefly in the past like half an hour, and the top like six stories are all about Keanu Reeves appearing at the Xbox no press no conference. So you know, that's pretty cool. Keep us Stuff in like check. that will uh, and we appreciate that. certainly be seen. Oh gosh! And through all of it, oh, prey is one of theirs, right? You are definitely just showed up on this compilation of stuff. Your feedback sometimes challenges us, but it forces us to be always challenging ourselves. You empathize with us as developers. Hmm. Did they release an old scrolls thing recently? It's really like beautiful. for phones. I'm Dinga what was that Bacara, called? And I used to take a week off every time a Bethesda game came out. My name is Mark Diaz, and when I was eight years old, mm. I used to sneak over to my buddy's house to play Doom. I'm Rush Lambert. Daggerfall was one of the very first games that got me into the Elder Scrolls world. I'm Dana Christo, and I started out as a 16-year-old gamer who just wanted to bring joy to others through video games. And now I'm game director at Arkane Studios. Now I'm a game programmer at id Software. Now I get to be a part of building that world as the creative director on Elder Scrolls Online. Now I'm a UI programmer at Bethesda Game Studios, and it's everything I could have dreamed of. I mean, I like this stuff. I see you. This I is nice. You. I see you. We see you. Because we are you. And together, 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 we are all. 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 I wonder if they come out and be like, eh, we know Fallout 76 wasn't that great. I wonder if they acknowledge it. Gameplay montage. Okay, I'm seeing Fallout 76 stuff. Oh, um, what was that called? The Fallout base building mobile phone app. Dishonored? God. Professor do have more games than I remember. It doesn't help that it's way past my bedtime. <laughs> Fallout Shelter, that's what it was called. Ugh, fucking Rage 2. Please welcome Bethesda's Senior Global Vice President of Marketing, Pete Hines. I'm gonna double check I'm recording. I am, great. Oh, can't tell you how often I'll be in the middle of recording something like <gasps> Did I click record? <laughs> Terrifying. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. How are you? Feel good? It's happened before. Only like awesome. once or twice in like four Thank years. Thank you guys for being here. Thank everyone watching around the world to tuning in to watch our fifth annual E3 showcase. This is a night dedicated to those who love games, who love the incredible entertainment that games provide. This past year, you Heinz fought good. demons He's on sassy. Mars and Nazis in America. You were assassins in the Empire, adventurers in Tamriel, and survivors, a lot of us, and survivors in the Wasteland. And you've embarked on these amazing adventures on PC, console, VR, mobile, or wherever and however you choose to play. And that's the key. You take the worlds that we create and you make them yours. You share your experiences with other players, with friends, and with family. With our games, you've built large global communities that truly Very different presentations to last this year. This year, we want to give special recognition to the extraordinary Bethesda Last year, it was community. like as you showed, as you crowd around the outside, video, then a thing in the middle. This is very much like the Microsoft one, you know? I've almost been at this Everyone potted at a big screen years. with and small screens started, inside. When I first started, one of my first responsibilities was moderating the community forums, chatting with you and keeping you up to date on our games. It was a great way to start my career at Bethesda because it was the perfect reminder of why we do what we do. And like so many others at Bethesda, I've spent a lot of time with you at events around the world. I've enjoyed meeting so many of you and getting your thoughts and feedback. So tonight, we'll be taking time throughout the show to hear directly from some of you in the Bethesda community. We are thrilled tonight to show our fans the lineup of great games we've been creating just for you, including the premiere of some exciting new games, and we'll go deep on Doom Eternal. Oh, don't go deep on that. That's the one thing. I, I mean, it was always going to happen. I'm definitely the minority here. <laughs> so, if you're ready, I'm let's kick it off. That. And to get an update from our friends at one of the most celebrated development studios in the world, Bethesda Game Studios. Please welcome studio head and my good friend, Todd Howard. All right, Mr. Howard. It's become something of a meme as Todd Howard, but Thank you. he's still great. Thank you. Great to see everybody. He sounds like somebody on Helium, but we he's, have had he's an incredibly cool. exciting year at Bethesda Game Studios. Given some of that excitement, impressed you're still here. <laughs> Actually, over the last year, we've had over 60 million players in our games, our most ever. And it's all of you. It's all of you who have made these worlds what they are. Take Fallout 76. A type of game we'd never done before. Had a lot of difficulties at launch. And we got a lot of well-deserved criticism. <laughs> Good for them. You, you can't shy away from it. But the team kept working on it, and you kept playing it. And through all of that, 
Something amazing has happened. It's thanks to all of you. This game has one of the best online communities we've ever seen. We made a post-apocalyptic survival game where you can do whatever you want, and everybody's nice to each other. <laughs> they don't go on killing griefing sprees. They leave food and water for the newbies and wave to each other. I don't know about you. This should give us all hope for humanity when the apocalypse does come. <laughs> to you. And we have a lot more in store this year for Fallout 76. But first, our latest game, The Elder Scrolls Blades, is an early That's access. It, Blades. And thanks to all Bloody of you, hell. it became our second straight number one mobile game after Fallout Shelter. Absolutely incredible. Oh, should I get in on Blades? Can I even? Is it an Android And to game? tell you what's coming to Blades, let me introduce project leader Craig Lafferty and art director Matt Carafano. Thanks, Todd. It's great to be here at E3. And thanks again to all of you for making Blades number one. As someone who's worked on The Elder Scrolls for 20 years, it's been incredible to bring this world to your phones in an all-new way. We still love those classic dungeon crawlers, and it's clear you do as well. And whether you're exploring a dungeon or rebuilding your town, it's great to be able to do it wherever you are. Since it's E3, we're releasing our biggest update yet featuring all new jobs and solo arena battles, an all new custom jewelry system, and Ooh. a brand new dragon quest line. People love dragons. Yeah. Hell, I love dragons. It has even more, but best of all, it's coming out tonight. Ooh. <laughs> so, download free tonight and give it a try. And we're also hard at work on our arena mode for this fall that will feature PvP, your own guilds, and visiting your friends' towns. But most exciting this year, we're also bringing Blades to an all-new platform, Switchblades. Oh, Switchblades. Nice. Yeah, you're not going to want to play this with the motion controls. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Not really anything bad you could say about that. Yes, Blades is coming this fall to the Nintendo Switch, and yes, it's still free. Blades is the perfect the fit for the Switch. You can play on the go, on your TV, and with motion controls. But best of all, it's cross-play and cross-progression with the mobile version. So you can... Mm -hmm. So you can start tonight on mobile, and all your progress will carry over. And it's playable here at E3 in our booth and Nintendo's. Yeah. Graphically, it looks rough, but I mean, and for those of you playing it's a on mobile, game, we also so have fine. some special rewards for both our Apple and Google players this week. So download tonight and let us know what you think. Thanks again. I will download that tonight. I think while I'm sleeping. 
Now, let Four, me introduce Jeff and Tom to tell you what's coming to Fallout 76. I'm rooting for Fallout 76. I really, really hope they stick with it and make it great. <laughs> Hi, I'm project leader Jeff Gardner. <laughs> and I'm co-studio director Tom Mustaine. On behalf of everyone at Bethesda Game Studios, we want to thank the millions of you who have played with us, stuck with us, and helped shape the world of Fallout 76. Absolutely. It's incredible what the game has become. You've told us how much you've loved this year's updates so far, from camp building, legendary weapons, player vending, and of course, the dreaded Sheep Squatch. We've also been working on our biggest update yet. It's called Wastelanders. And it will fundamentally change the game. It's been some time since Vault 76 opened its door. And we all discovered that Appalachia isn't quite what it used to be. We encountered a lot of things. Overcame a lot of things. Yep, this looks like some fallout things going on. For people to actually come back. Are you from that vault? Oh. Can you help us? NPCs? We've traveled pretty far. That you can talk to. There's hope here in Appalachia. Folk rebuilding, fighting back. We'll fight too, right by your side. We've been everywhere and seen everything. And the one thing we've learned is this. You gotta claim the wasteland before it claims you. Adding uh, voice acted NPCs to the game seems like a no brainer, but I'm actually kind of surprised. You make quest. Free for all quest. That's cool. That game's gonna slowly become what people want it to be. I think that's, that's great. Right. That's right. Human NPCs are coming to Fallout 76. <laughs> Not just NPCs, but a full quest line, new rewards, and as you saw, full dialogue trees. This is a long-term story we're telling. Year one was about the vault doors opening and all of you settling the wasteland. Year two is about people coming back to reclaim it. Like previous Fallout games, these characters have their own stories and goals. It's up to you to choose how to interact with them and live with those consequences. The Wastelanders update I think is that's coming cool. this fall. I think it'd be cool if like we'll year three is like cities and then year four is like the cities at war because that's what humans do and all that shit. I think that's really cool if you're already in that community. And in the spirit of free, we're doing something special just for E3. Fallout 76 is going to have a free trial for everyone starting tomorrow. Ah. That's right. It's that's right, it's the perfect time to see what Fallout 76 and its growing <sighs> community have become. We okay. can't wait to welcome Honestly, all of lads, you. Honestly, lads, this is good. I'm not yawning. And because so many of you are bad. going to be joining us, 
we thought we'd also give you a sneak peek this week at an all-new game mode. Check it out. Someone running. It's a race mode. Your first test was making it to the vault. Now, your real trial Wait, begins. Wait, is he going to have single player? Currently, there is no overseer of Vault 51. Perhaps you will be the one. Nuclear winter. We are in serious need of leadership. So I have devised a unique process of elimination. A, a battle to the death is the only sure way to judge okay. the superior candidate. This should prove interesting. The storm has arrived. Fucking hell. Oh, it's... It's a ring of fire slowly getting smaller. I think you know what that means. That means Barrier. Barrier with power armor and monsters and turrets. Fairly interesting. And nukes, fucking hell. Fifty-two player battle royale, nice. Becoming an overseer if you come first, that seems like a cool reward, but I wonder what you get for becoming the overseer. Potentially Fuck pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we put a battle royale in Fallout 76. That's right. <laughs> Nuclear winner is a battle royale born from the Fallout universe. From power armor to perk cards, from camp building to contending with wasteland creatures. And of course, my, my personal favorite, nukes. It's a great free addition to an already huge game. We love playing it, and we think you will too. Another free edition. <laughs> so check cool. out the sneak peek and let us know what you think. Remember, all of Fallout 76, including Nuclear Winter, is free to try this week on all platforms. So jump in tomorrow. We can't wait to see you. Thanks again. I see that's the kind of thing I would love to do a free week on, but it's just so fucking much to play. Remember, everything we've talked about that's coming this year is free. We get to represent hundreds of passionate developers across four studio locations in North America working on multiple projects. Yes. We're still hard at work on our next-gen RPGs, Starfield. Starfield, and of course, that's it, Jesus. Elder Scrolls VI. We know how precious these game worlds are to all of you, and they are to us. We know the time you spend in them is important. Keep telling us what you love, what you'd like to see us do better. Thank you again, everybody, for your support. But really, even more so, I want to thank everybody for believing in us. Thank you.
Is that Please all we're going to hear about Starfield and Elder Scrolls? I would expect so, right? Shinji Mikami. Shinji Mikami? That's a horror game guy, right? Is he the guy who made Resident Evil? I could be way wrong about that, I apologise. Hello! I'd like to start by greeting my team in Tokyo. It's Monday morning there, but they are watching. Tonight, I am excited to announce the next game from Tango. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire, all one word. Worth remembering. It is an action adventure game in which you will fight paranormal enemy and rid the city of supernatural evil. I think you love it. To tell you more about Ghostwire Tokyo, here is creative director at Tango, Ikumi Nakamura. Yay! Well, people need to stop heckling at these things. Like, wow, wow, wow. even if you're saying something nice, it's like so always bad. Wow! Thank you. Arigato <laughs> Okay, well, that, um, such she's adorable. A, such she's a like a puppy. Big stage makes me nervous. I'll do my best to speak in English. <laughs> uh, we are making a new kind of action adventure game. It's spooky. <laughs> but not the survival horror game that we are known for. People are vanishing in Tokyo. You must find out why. You will encounter conspiracies and the occult. You have to, you have to explore the world, face challenges to uncover the truth and save humanity. In the game, you will meet spirits, some dangerous, some peaceful. <laughs> and survivors that each have their stories. You will need to ask yourself, is this normal or paranormal? I ask myself this question every time I go to the office. <laughs> this is Just the kidding. right, the exact right kind of awkward. This we is fine. We are very excited. Let's take a look. Thank you. Bye-bye. This gameplay. Not yet. Oh wait. Are they graphics or people? Both. No, it's graphics. Okay. I mean, I'm again like earlier. I'm not watching this in the highest def ever. So these graphics are good enough that in my very low def, I'm thinking they could be video of people. So, 
make of that what you will. Oh, Jesus. Those people disappeared, and that's horrible. This is some The Leftovers type shit right here. visuals going on here that I'm not even sure how to describe. <laughs> ah, noodles. I hate noodles. Scariest thing so far. Don't fear the unknown. Attack it. certainly set up a very interesting premise. When I'm not playing Bethesda games, I work as a okay, mechanical these engineer. These I work in the fans hospital. Fans of Bethesda things talking. Ghostwire uh, Tokyo like looks cool. I really like the concept. Uh, it reminds me of The Leftovers, obviously, which is an incredible TV show, which if you've not seen, you should see. I um, like to think of myself as one. Make like back end, maybe a bit scary for me. It's, it's I don't really know. Boring. We'll see what people <laughs> say. I would like some gameplay, but you always want to like some gameplay. I make my own yarn. I'm a social worker teaching uh, inmates. I'm a game developer working at a video game cafe. <sighs> I've been a Doom fan since the game came out. I remember being in the eighth grade and uh, a buddy of mine giving me the shareware demo on you know, three and a half inch floppy disks. My older brother picked up Fallout 3 and I took his copy and played it when he wasn't home. Fallout 4, oh, my gosh, that's like my baby. The scope of that game was just like a lot bigger than things I was used to. Just setting foot I in feel like Bethesda always sort of hit the charm pretty percent. well. It was amazing. You would look but out then, and you'd be like, oh, I want to go like, there. Like, I'm not like and a diehard Bethesda there, fan. Which was wild. You know, I'm go not playing the, world, the Wolfensteins, I'm not playing no the Dooms anymore. Uh, I'm not gonna play Rage. I'm not playing anything they put out that's like scary. <laughs> it was one of my first experiences but with a fantasy world that was that I can see why immersive. People Love are the dragon, scattered a dragon. Bethesda if you take fans, down a dragon, you, know? you can definitely take down any illness. Don't ever stop adding dragons to your game. Add dragons to Fallout, add dragons to Rage, add dragons to everything. Mecha mecha dragons. El more dragons. Please welcome studio director at Zenimax Online Studios, Matt Fire. God, I... The Elder Scrolls Online. I really like the Elder Scrolls Online. I really dislike spending money. And every one of their expansions is so expensive. Wow, thank so you. annoying. I... If their expansions were, like, cheaper, Thanks. I would probably... Thank you, everyone. ...have been playing wow. that game. Thank you. Yeah! Very, very good MMO. Very I just want to shout out to our friend Greg there, the one in the video that really loves dragons. I'm happy to say, Greg, The Elder Scrolls Online has dragons. 
Right now, in fact, players are deep into the season of the dragon, our year-long story about greed, revenge, cat people, and of course, dragons. Yeah! You don't have to screw every time he says Tonight's dragons. Tonight's focus on the community resonates with me and everyone at ZeniMax Online Studios because ESO literally would not exist without you. Watching you play the game, streaming, telling stories, hearing your feedback, we understand that you are the most important part of the world of Tamriel. Thank you. Thank you for making ESO the extraordinary adventure it is today. The past year has been a huge success for ESO. More Game of the Year awards, millions more players have joined. So many, in fact, that we recently, so many, in fact, that we recently added more server capacity just to support all the new players in Tamriel. ESO, ESO just keeps getting bigger and better. Just a few days ago, we launched the Elder Scrolls Online elsewhere. The latest chapter. Oh my God! Let him fucking finish the, the sentence. The latest chapter in the game, where you're able to visit for the first time the homeland of the Khajiit, as well as control the dead as the new necromancer class. And if, actively if encouraging yet, these kind of fans, right? The perfect starting the little vignettes of people who are like, I've been protesting to fans since I was two. And when we like, announced this Season is of the Dragon, we kicked it off by showing you a video about how dragons were unleashed on stuff elsewhere. Stuff that pisses me off. And we ended with a cliffhanger. <laughs> that I'm sure they love. Now, I'm really excited to show you what happens next. Check out the world premiere. So is this a world premiere of a CGI cutscene? It looks like it, yeah. Oh, Two AM. I'm gonna need some coffee tomorrow. Dragon gonna start talking. I guess something that is a bit uh, confusing to me, and I played Elder Scrolls Online, is what kind of timeline they operate under, because I mean, dragons had been gone for a long time before Skyrim, right? So. Is ESO like an ancient uh, Tamriel type thing? I don't remember. It's been a long time since I played it. Maybe they don't even mention it, but I feel like there was a Dragonborn in that game. Which would make it, I guess, post Skyrim? I don't know. This is, uh, this is me just theorizing. This is a cool CGI cutscene, by the way, if you've never seen it. This guy looks like he's a necromancer. They're gonna maybe add necromancers into the game. Unless, did he transform into that skeleton? Is that the implication? No, oh, maybe it is. Oh.
sugary drink for this. Successfully fighting off this dragon. jumps on the dragon it flew away and then she sliced its wing oh god she sliced a lot of its wing that's gross and they uh, shot the dragon and that's fallen and now the Khajiit woman is fallen and she's got to be dead right nope she's fine who knew? Oh, I guess she's a cat, right? <laughs> that makes sense. You may have recognized the return of Sai Sahan, yeah! the legendary Red Guard Swordmaster. He's the legendary Red Guard Swordmaster you met as part of the original Five Companions. He's back as the leader of the Dragon Guard, a group, a, a group of dragon hunting warriors you've seen in other Elder Scrolls games. He'll be featured in our fourth quarter story DLC named Dragonhold. Oh, which will complete the season of the dragon. We've got a lot more to share. This about happens the a lot in wrestling, though, where wrestling will be talking later this summer. And they'll stop when people shout out. But the thing is, Before if then, you're on a microphone an and you're DLC talking, Scalebreaker, which you'll people see watching hear you over the people heckling, so it's like really weird. Like, if he kept Thank talking, we'd hear him so just fine. For your support of the if he was talking over these heckles. We're but for him, it's somebody screaming at him. So he's like, he's like, ooh, that's fucking day. loud. You guys are I can't talk awesome. over that, Thank but you. we would actually hear him just fine. So it's that really awkward thing. I feel like if I was up on a stage, but I would just keep fucking talking. I don't care who's screaming. I have something else to talk about. You know what I mean? The Elder Scrolls Online isn't the only game in development at ZeniMax Online Studios. Okay. We have several other projects, one of which we're ready to reveal tonight. And to tell us all about it is the game's creative director, Kira Schlitt. Kira what? <laughs> Hi, everyone. And now for something completely different. Imagine a classic Saturday morning cartoon in free-to-play okay. mobile game form. Let's uh, take a look. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Commander 
Honda Keen. That is a name I haven't thought about in a long time. Vaguely cartoony looking 2D thing for phones, I guess. It's interesting. So there's a new branch on Commander Keen's family tree, and they're heading to iOS Kira and Schlitt. Android. Okay. If you're hearing about Commander Keen for the first time, Schlitt. it was one of the first PC action games created by id Software in the early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> It starred boy genius Billy Blaze, whose alter ego, Commander Keen, protected Earth. All of us at ZeniMax Online Studios want to give a really big thanks to our friends at id for trusting us to deliver our modern take on this classic game. <laughs> so, tonight, as we introduce Commander Keen to a new generation of players, we're also introducing the next generation of heroes. Meet Billy. And Billy. Twin geniuses who follow in their famous father's footsteps. Oh, the new commanders are, of course, funny and powerful, but the game is also full of enemies, allies, and some really bad, bad guys. The twins build wacky gadgets from household items to save the Earth from certain What's alien destruction. Play? Drag and drop gadgets to summon allies, attack enemies, and move through the, the environment. Fuck? Choose from a caboodle How of contraptions to conquer challenges. Work? And try saying that five times fast. The twins go Is on like adventures lemmings? in story mode, which tells some of the classic Commander Keen tales, as well as a whole bunch of brand new ones. In story mode, you'll overcome aliens, collect power-ups, and explore Mars and beyond. You can also go helmet to helmet with other players uh, in battle mode. I don't know if a real-time head-to-head race through an alien landscape where you need to control checkpoints <laughs> and claim the flag to gain oh, ultimate God. victory. Helmet to helmet sounds Commander a little too much. Commander will soft launch this summer on iOS and Android phones. I mean, that game, if I'm honest, looks trash. It looks really slow and clunky. So, Bit of please a shame. go visit gokeen.com to pre-register to receive unique in-game rewards. Because the Commander Keen name is like, you hear it and you're like, Commander oh, Keen launch oh shit. We really and then you see the game can't like, wait oh, to kick some asteroid with you all. Thanks. Which is a shame because she seems really sincere and very natural about talking about the game. Clearly she's very passionate about it, but... Maybe I'm wrong. This is not a very high quality stream, as you know. Like you, love Maybe it looked games. really good. In addition to Blades and the upcoming Commander Keen, millions of you have enjoyed Fallout Shelter, which has now reached over 150 million downloads and counting. Fallout Shelter is cool. For fans of collectible card games, we brought the Elder Scrolls Legends to mobile so you could experience the Elder Scrolls in a new way. This year, the Legends community has continued to grow thanks to a lot of upgrades, new features, and new content. 
It's a great experience for a night of gaming or a quick match over a cup of coffee. Okay. I don't believe for a second that this guy would actually play this in a coffee shop. No. No one in the world is asking for this crap. He was playing the card game in a coffee shop and now he's transported into a real fucking pub in the Elder Scrolls universe. It's just so awkward. It's kind of shit that someone thought of in a boardroom. You know what I mean? Still going. Make your play. Oh, there's a dragon outside the coffee shop. That was the bad kind of awkward. Cute Japanese woman being cute. Good. See dragons. Awkward guy in a coffee shop. If you enjoy other card games but are looking for something that provides a little deeper challenge, you can download Legends for free if, on the App Store. Let me stop you right there, mate. If tonight. people are already playing card games, Legends they're into those card games. There's Moons no room. Will be available on June 27th for PC, Mac, mobile, and tablet. You can head over to BethesdaNet to get a glimpse at the new cards and content. Or play it this Why week in our booth. That? I'll see you there clapping. It takes a good now, stage presence to take something like speaking that. Speaking of new content, three weeks it, though, ago so that we released me. Rage 2, and now Insanity Rules. Don't talk about Rage 2. And now Insanity Rules for millions of players around the world. But we wanted to do more than just deliver a critically acclaimed open-world shooter. We've already added community challenges that reward you just for having fun in the wasteland, and we've got a lot more planned with new features rolling out this week. The World of Rage 2 will become even more unpredictable and even more insane. Take a look. <laughs> Man, they just... They act like the tone of Rage 2 isn't some overly super serious fucking... Pisses me off, man. Just a load of bullshit for Rage 2. 
that doesn't fit the tone of Rage 2. Just like... Stop it! If, you, if you're to make a Borderlands toned thing, then make it. Don't make some super overly serious snooze fest and then act like it's all Andrew WK. That's my next tattoo. Meeny, miny, mech. It's like the people who made the trailer don't realize what kind of game Rage Two. <laughs> Surprise for you all. Shit like this makes me really regret staying up. Right now, never ever talk about Rage 2 again. Please welcome executive producer of Machine Games, cool. Yerk Gustafsson. Wolfenstein is a game that's like just outside of my periphery of Hello, what I'm after, you know what I mean? It's like ever so after slightly, just not quite America what I want in a from game. The Nazi scum in Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. <laughs> <sighs> This year we take you back <sighs> to Europe with okay, two on. new Wolfenstein games. What time are we First, we are bringing Nazi killing into virtual reality Ooh. with... ...with Wolfenstein Cyberpilot. I have virtual reality. As a hacker working for the French resistance, you will take control of Nazi war machines and turn them against their creators. Cyberpilot will be available this July. Oh, and soon. it's playable this week in our E3 booth. Very soon, actually. Looks kind of cool from the gameplay that's behind it. And if you haven't fought Nazis in VR, you don't know what you are missing. <laughs> but, as I said, we have two new Wolfenstein games. This summer, we are going to be launching Wolfenstein Youngblood. Oh, right. That rings a bell. That's like the two daughters, With a gameplay right? experience of that is bigger than any previous Wolfenstein game. You will have more weapons and weapon upgrades than ever before, more ways to customize your playstyle, and, of course, even more evil Nazis to kill. <laughs> wow, they just cut to and a very unimpressed looking woman in the crowd. You can kill those Nazis with a friend. Yes, okay. I was under the impression it was like a DLC yes, small scale Wolfenstein thing, though. Yes, is going co-op. They're talking about it like it's a brand Young new, God massive game. in the 1980s Two decades after the new Colossus, B.J. Blazkowicz is missing in Nazi-occupied Paris, and it's up to his twin daughters, Jess and Soph, to track him down. In Youngblood, you can still play by yourself, 
or you can partner with a pal to double up on shooting, stabbing, and killing Nazis. They really want you to know you can kill Nazis. Check it out. I am impressed this is like an actual game. Nazi country. I thought it was like DLC or like That's where we're going. We can find him together. So that's some carpenter bro. In terms of the music. Yep, yeah, it is. Cool. That's if you're making a game set in the 80s, why not get the best? They've cut this song to shreds though. Absolutely demolished it. Gameplay looks like what I'm familiar with from Wolfenstein, which is to say not much, but looks very arcadey type shooting. Shall we? Very violent. July 26th. Looks cool. Now that New Colossus is on Game Pass, maybe I'll give it a go and then play the sequel. Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC on July 26. And if you can't wait, stop by our E3 booth to play this week. Thank you. I wonder and if that now, would come to Game Pass. I'd like Pass. to welcome to the stage my dear friends from Arcane Lyon who worked with us on these two Wolfenstein games, Dinga and Sebastian. Okay. Arcane Studios. Are they the Prey people? So bad with names. We love you too. Even of studios. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dinga Bakaba, I'm game director at Arcane Lyon. Bonsoir, I'm Sébastien Miton, art director in the same studio. <laughs> so, along with partnering with our good the friends at Machine Games French on Wolfenstein, all he's missing we've been is a working on other projects at Arcane <laughs> Lyon. So and tonight, we're excited to announce our latest first-person action game. It's something innovative, stylish, and different from anything we've done before. Mm. Let me begin by saying bienvenue to the frozen island of Black Reef. This what? is a place frozen of mystery of Black where Reef. looks can kill. The game takes place during what we say in French is a period de folie, a time of madness. And now that we've given you a small taste of the world, 
Let us introduce you to our two deadly rivals, Colt and Juliana. Hmm. Okay. Oh, the stuff that they were showing behind them made it look like it might be uh, a weird art style game. But this looks pretty. Pretty regular graphics to me. In this endless, eternal cycle. Giant island with a halo on it from Halo, not like an actual purpose like an angel. Is on halo. this island, and I can't let this go on any longer. Wait, the more for days I repeat, the longer that I'm out here, the more certain I am of what I have to do. The only way to protect the cycle, the only way to break the cycle. Is to kill you. So she killed him and he woke up back on the beach like the start of the trip. Wait, but he killed her and then she woke up again. Is on my side. Deathloop is an interesting name for the game. <laughs> De Deathloop combines a mind bending story with meticulously designed levels. And of course, arcane signature gameplay that lets you approach every situation any way you like. Because in the endless clash between these two extraordinary assassins, how you play is up to you. Plus, I think it's really fucking cool! <laughs> Excuse my French. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should have said that in French, actually. Maybe, maybe not. But, but, it's also pretty fucking true. Ah. Uh, because, <laughs> because we, See we what I mean about the charm of a Bethesda press conference. And we really hope that you enjoy the ride. Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. Definitely could potentially be all right. It's a wonderful way to get away oh, from people talk about Bethesda stuff. I think the sense of community is so, really uh, interesting stuff so far. Very isolated. It's definitely that, very um, confidence building. Wolfenstein Youngblood being a whole being an new big game I could, like, be a hero, is uh, a shock to me. You find really I think that's pretty cool. Really fun, really it seems like the team behind Wolfenstein are actually finding very interesting ways of keeping that series going instead of just, you know, Wolfenstein 2, Wolfenstein 3, Wolfenstein 4. They're pushing that series like as far as they possibly can. Like, to the point where I expect it to bend and break at some point, but even if you go for 
for a while. BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters. And so now I, the only even then, I'm still like, yep, no, that seems like it's perfectly in tune with Wolfenstein. Keep going. At some point, they're going to fuck it, but not yet. Not yet. Deathloop could be okay, but I mean, see me when I hear it's called Deathloop. It makes me think it'll never end. So, like, how can you have a compelling story around that, right? I wish there'd been a little bit more information than just. This atmosphere building, building thing. Alright, they're back on stage. A passion to deliver the very best experiences for our players. Hi, I'm James Altman, director of publishing at Bethesda. Oh. And I'm Robert Duffy, chief technology officer at id Software. Tonight, we have some exciting new technology to show you that can dramatically improve gaming for millions. So for the past two okay. decades, we've approached game development not by looking at what is possible today, but with a vision of what can be possible tomorrow. And at Bethesda, we're proud of our legacy of innovation, where again and again, we've changed the industry. We were the first to use physics-based engines for sports games. We were groundbreakers with Go Anywhere, Do Anything, Open World RPGs. We are the inventors of the first-person shooter, which is now the world's most popular form of gaming. They're not we are wrong. pioneers in downloadable content and the first to bring mods to consoles. And actually, since we first brought mods to consoles in 2016, there have been one billion mod downloads for Fallout and Skyrim. Good okay, We, of course, developed the first commercially viable VR technology revealed in our E3 booth in 2012. Yes, that is the original VR headset held together by tape and worn by our very own Tim Willits. And, of course, we are well known as developers of best-in-class engine technology with our IdTech engine. Why are you setting up? In, in, Innovation and creativity is in our DNA, and all of these advances were done with one goal in mind, to improve player experiences. So tonight, we have exciting new technology to announce. Okay. We're going to show you the result of years of research and development. Cutting-edge game engine-based technology we've developed specifically for game streaming. Now, we'd like to introduce you to Orion. Game streaming, do you say? Is this your attempt at Stadia Slush? Orion uh, is a tremendous breakthrough Xbox in streaming technology. Thing. It is our name for a group of patented technologies that optimize game engines for performance in a cloud environment. Orion can work with any game engine and will improve player experiences no matter which game you're playing or whether you're streaming on Stadia, on xCloud, or another streaming platform. So, how does Orion work? The exciting game streaming services you've been hearing so much about have largely focused on hardware solutions to address the complex challenges of streaming. There's a lot of words. <laughs> uh, we used our expertise in developing game engine software and took a different approach. By incorporating Orion technology at the game engine level, we're able to stream game content up to 20% faster per frame. 
leading to a dramatic reduction in latency. In addition, an Orion-enabled game can stream with up to 40% lower bandwidth. And happily, for game developers, Orion technology is easy to integrate with your game build with our SDK. But what does that mean for you? It means that streaming games will be faster and better with Orion. And Orion substantially reduces the cost of streaming for players and for publishers. So it won't matter if your friends and family are sucking up all the bandwidth or if you live far away from a data center. With Orion, you'll still be able to stream your game at max settings. Okay, someone in the crowd just came, which is weird. But at least it's very interesting. Now, as with any new computer technology, one, mass, one must ask the question, can it play Doom? Good question. Can it stream an unrelenting, fluid, first-person shooter with native 4K resolution at 60 frames per second? Let's see. I'd like okay. to introduce... I'd like to introduce Shale Williams, tech specialist from id Software, who is showing you just that here, live on stage. This certainly looks like Doom playing on a phone. Doom 2016 right now to that mobile device. As you can see, there is no reduction in visual fidelity. That's Doom at 60 frames per second without perceptible latency. And we want you all to experience this powerful streaming technology yourself as, as we test and refine it. So for a chance to be among the first in the world to stream Doom 2016 for free, all you need to do is join the Doom Slayers Club by registering at slayersclub.com tonight. If I gave a shit about Doom in any way, I'd do that. But I don't do that. It's a bad game. Everybody could use a little more says. Doom in their lives. It's really boring. What are you all talking about? We'll see about? you in hell. Doom 2 is there going to be because it's oh my god it's 25 to 3 if they're going for 90 minutes this could be 25 minutes of Doom 2 which I don't know if I want to sit through I'll sit through it it is their time to give penance you are but one man Same old shit.
Thank you so, so much. Got to sit through these fuckers uh, talk about a game Stratton, that we already know exactly how it's going to play Eternal. from the start I'm, all the way to the fucking end. Thank you. <sighs> and I'm Hugo Martin, the game's creative director. You all kill yourself, mate. It's fucking shocking. That was obviously hyperbole. I'm we're not just, just very tired. A world I apologize. It's in the entire universe. Earth is <laughs> on the brink of annihilation. It's being consumed by demons. And your crusade to save it will take you across dimensions. Is that how the first demented? Never seen before in Doom, from heaven and hell to the Sentinel homeworld and beyond. Yeah. See, this is kind of applause there break. People so should be talking over. And but when With you're Doom, in the room, people are clapping. It's loud. You're thinking like, I'll wait for them to finish and, and I'll keep talking. To be but for us, when we're listening. You know, fun comes you think, from mastering the keep talking over the, because you the claps, because the, the microphone's going to be a lot louder than the claps. Demon killer ah. in existence, and so nothing annoying. can stand in your way. Absolutely. Of course, the challenge in Doom is all about handcrafted combat, but also oh, engaging Jesus levels of time. And in Doom Eternal, the game always has something to new to throw at you even deep into the campaign. Let's take a look. Let's ruin that for you now. So it will no longer be new when you get to this point in the campaign. Oh, he come air dash. This is a bad trailer. This is this just looks really dry and boring. It's just like the same animations playing over and over again when he gets to a wall from an air dash. And then it's just killing enemies like straight away. Like it's fucking boring. Like the first Doom was. I say first you know I've been done hey. the original like twenty years you ago. You know, it's it's I mean, so important <laughs> to us. The that recent software that every aspect Doom. of the gameplay has real meaning to you, the player. Every enemy is different, every weapon has a purpose, and every decision you make really counts. The only path to victory in Doom Eternal is to aggressively control the fight with amazing agility, powerful guns, and critical resources. Oh, so you completely That's changed right, the combat from the first one because it wasn't like that in the first one. To play it. And some of you won't have to wait too long. If you are lucky enough to be in the room tonight, yeah. <laughs> you'll have a chance to play it immediately following the show. It's not what, it's not what they were hoping for, mate. They thought you were going to give it to them for free today. You can't say shit like that with retarded fans around. And for those not here, but at E3 this week, we'll have Doom Eternal playable in the Bethesda booth all week. 
Yeah. But enough talk. Let's see how it all comes together and watch as this perfect killing machine goes to work. All right, let's watch some very boring gameplay from one of these new Doom games. I can't wait for the bit where he shoots stuff and then runs up to it and does the melee and then shoots something and then runs up to it and does the melee and then shoots something and then runs up to it and does the melee. It's going really exciting. I'm sure it sounds like there's a lot going on right now, but... It's just... not... Like... I don't see how anyone could be watching this be played and be like... <gasps> Thrilled! I'm so excited watching this gameplay! Shoot things while running away. That's it. That's all it is. It's fucking same shit over and over again. My problem with the last one, it was like, okay, you encountered a new enemy, and in the same room as this enemy is a new weapon. So it's like, as you fight a hard enemy, you get a weapon that does more damage, which makes the hard enemy just as trivial to kill as everything else you've been fighting. Because the game's a non-stop loop of that. So, you know, you face really easy zombies at the start, and then you get a shotgun, and then a slightly harder enemy. But the shotgun kills that slightly harder enemy just as easily as it kills the zombies, so... There's no difficulty curve, it's just... Same exact flat curve of boringness all the fucking way through. Fucking dog shit, mate. This... Trails that. It's just that. It's just fucking killing enemies like instantly, basically while running away. With melee finishes that are very boring. This is, it's like the Rage 2 thing, you know, where it's like, 
super wacky, quirky, fun time, blah 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 blah. When it's actually like a really dour and serious game. It's like, here's this very one note boring gameplay while the music's like. Dun, 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 dun. And it's like. The tone is not right. It should be like. Super boring music. <laughs> Like, I feel like fucking Muzak from an elevator would be more appropriate. Thanks. <laughs> All right. That was classic. Uh, yeah, that, that was awesome. Thanks. We're so excited because the gameplay that you just because saw we can finally stop making the same game over and over again. You're going to play this week at E3. Yeah. When Doom Eternal launches on October 31st. At our home. Well, you don't have to wait too much longer. Not quite tomorrow. <laughs> but Doom Eternal will release on November 22nd. Great. We're very excited about that, and we've got something really special for Doom fans. An amazing collector's edition we're really proud of. Yeah. Oh, the Doom yeah. Slayer's helmet. That's, a, that's an actual oh, helmet. wow. Yeah, we, you, you, could wear, you could wear that thing. Guys, this guy's already got it. That's right. Already a badass. He's already got one on. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got one more thing we know that you've been waiting to hear about. Our totally new Doom multiplayer experience. Oh, fuck off. We call it Battle Mode. We've been battle developing this in-house at id, and it's unlike anything you've played before. Yeah. We've There's been no so way that's the final name for the mode, right? This, this is pure Doom. But with your friends, where two player-controlled demons take on one fully loaded slayer in a fight to the death. Wait, what? That sounds this garbage. This is a first-person fighter, where it's demon strategy versus slayer skill. You know, we what? can't two wait, because we know you'll love the different play Ow. styles of the various demons. Because each has unique movement, attacks, and abilities. They can even spawn AI demons to control this the battlefield like, and help you take down the Slayer. It's this is a, wasn't worth anyone's time. And it's a ton of fun. And we can't wait to share more details with you this year at QuakeCon. That's right, a lot more to share at QuakeCon. If Quake you had pitched that to me we go, we do the day you came up with it, I would have said, don't waste resources on that. What are you on behalf thinking? of our amazing team no gonna play at that shit. Dallas and Frankfurt, Germany, You're we want to thank you all so much for your support. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. So, all people come to Doom for the single player, no one cares about the multiplayer. Secondly, even if they did care about the multiplayer, they're not going to care about that. That's a fucking shambles. Fight. Critical. 
versus skill? What are you fucking talking about? Waste of resources. Jesus Christ. Another round of applause, please, for Marty Hugo and all of our presenters tonight. Now, this guy's out to wrap up. There's no way they've got anything else, right? Sure. And for everyone at our studios around the globe that have worked so hard in the great games you've seen tonight, we say thank you. 2019 marks 25 years of Doom. So, to celebrate, we will be going all out with Doom at QuakeCon this summer. We're adding a whole host of panels and activities dedicated to Doom, which we call DoomCon. Yeah, see what we did there? We took out the quake and put Doom. We hope you can come hang out with us in Dallas at our inaugural event in London. If you can't, please tune in online. Until then, go to Bethesda.net for more info on all the games you saw tonight. If you're here at E3 this week, we'll have hands-on with many of our games, so be sure to stop by our booth. In the meantime, thanks for playing, thanks for watching, and thanks to all of you for being part of the Bethesda community. Have a great night. He does a good job of wrap up. I feel like that's something Microsoft were really lacking. At Bethesda, we're in you know, the they business have, like, of creating Halo trailer and then just straight the to the compilation. The like, okay, it's over. Is you. It's like we hand you this malleable clay and you do these extraordinary things that right. we never could have imagined. I am going to... We get to build these worlds and these communities and you all come in and you play and you yeah, bring these worlds that we create to life. You help us build rich All the way down. So I can barely hear it. If anything else happens, I'll just whack the volume back up. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, a lot of the stuff I knew I wasn't going to enjoy, you know. Fucking doom, fucking rage. Get that shit off the stage. That rhymes with rage. Um, there's that time loop, death loop game, which potentially interesting. We'll see. Uh, Elder Scrolls Blades is a thing. That I might be interested in as well. Um, Wolfenstein, I'm impressed that uh, Young Blood is its own massive thing. They're really pushing Fallout 76 or something they want to improve. They're adding NPCs. That thing's almost just a Fallout game at this point. Which, you know, maybe it should have been from the start. You can certainly make that argument, and I will certainly not tell you you're wrong because you're not wrong. Um, but that's cool. Um, I mean, yeah, not all bad. Uh, certainly not all good. 
Uh, I I've got so I've got, I've got the YouTube version up. Um, I'm looking at the chat. There's a lot of what a waste of time. Well, that was terrible, awful as expected. Someone just said, I'm disappointed. Uh, get woke, go broke. Someone just said. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Um, a lot of people saying it's very bad. I'm seeing the word trash. Um, I certainly see the positives in it. People in the chat are like annoyed there wasn't an Elder Scroll Six. Like what? Why would you expect that? Not only did they not have Starfield stuff to show, Elder Scroll Six is going to be like five years after Starfield comes out. So. There's no fucking reason to expect Elder Scrolls. If you're disappointed there was no Elder Scrolls 6, you're the problem, not Bethesda. Like, I'm not even surprised there was no Starfield stuff. That's just like... That's insane. Somebody... Oh my god. Somebody in the chat just said Elder Scrolls 6 was the reason I watched this. What? How are people that dense? Like... They showed a very, very brief tease of Elder Scrolls 6 last year after saying it was their next game after Starfield. Which there's no reason for there to be any Starfield stuff out yet. They just started making it. It's a brand new RPG set in fucking space. What the fuck? People are idiots. There's no... People, there's. I need to. I need to shut this fucking browser down. It's non-stop. People being like, "Where the fuck was Elder Scrolls? Where's Elder Scrolls Six? How come there was no Elder Scrolls Six? T E S Six? Question mark. That's really pissed me off. Because there's no reason for them to show Elder Scrolls Six. Six years before they even start working on it. Okay, I'm repeating myself because it's five to three in the morning. I have to be up in about four hours, which I can survive a four hour sleep. That's fine. Luckily, there's only Ubisoft tomorrow that I care about, so I can just do Ubisoft, bang, go to sleep, and then I think I'm going to do Nintendo. I'll see what people, if anyone, if anyone tweets at me, it'll be a miracle. But if anyone tweets at me and says, like, I don't bother doing Nintendo, or if anyone tweets at me and says, sure, do Nintendo, I'll probably still just do Nintendo. But that bus ride back from work on Tuesday is going to be hell. Because I survived with, like, YouTube on my phone. And YouTube's just going to be full of people being like, reactions to the Nintendo... Direct. Ooh, watch us watch the Nintendo Direct live. Here's our reactions, the Nintendo Direct. And it's going to be unmissable. I'll figure it out, though. But for now, uh, if you listen to this, thank you for listening to this. Do you disagree with my negative views on Doom? Uh, I would gladly talk to you about them over Twitter, but know that I, I have played the game. Like You're not going to change my mind that it was suddenly mint when it was actually not. But I'll gladly hear your reasons for why I am wrong. Over at Twitter, I am at GameBanter on there, or one word, obviously. And go to GameBanter.co.uk for 
reasons that I can't think of right now because it's five to three in the morning on a work day. So, thank you for listening.